Welcome to Coffee Pods, a 15-minute coffee-length look at one of the difficult issues around the Christian healing ministry. So plug yourself in, pick up your mug of coffee, and let's go. Welcome to the last in the Coffee Pods series on uh, difficult questions about Christian healing. Um, today's question has come from Beverly, and thank you, Beverly, for sending it in. Um, she writes, I spend much of my time when not in lockdown visiting care homes and nursing homes, and I see many people with dementia. It is a dreadful disease, but I see how people respond to prayer. Indeed, at times I feel that dementia enables them to respond more as the logic which has dominated their thinking is replaced by emotion and a spiritual response to prayer. However, I've been challenged by relatives saying that they have prayed for healing from dementia, but nothing happens. I've never heard of anyone being healed of this disease. What are your thoughts and experiences of a dementia? Well, Beverly, thank you so much for uh, writing in. Um, it is a very uh, challenging uh, question, undoubtedly. Um, according to the Alzheimer's Society, uh, there is an estimated 850,000 people living with dementia in the UK. And over a half a million people have an actual dementia diagnosis. Uh, they estimate that the cost of dementia to the UK will double in the next 25 years to £55 billion a year. I guess that's in keeping also with uh, an ageing population. But it is a dreadful disease, uh, for those living with it, there is uh, a very visible frustration, at least in its initial stages. And for those caring, losing the person before you lose the person, being with someone you no longer know and, and who no longer knows you is very difficult. And with it, it there is a, a great indignity and disorientation that accompanies uh, issues of memory loss. According to the NHS, dementia isn't a single disease. The term itself is used to describe symptoms that occur when there is a decline in brain function. Uh, several different diseases can cause dementia, and many of these are associated with an abnormal buildup of proteins in the brain. Uh, this buildup causes nerve cells to function less well and ultimately die. And as the nerve cells die, different areas of the brain shrink. So before I attempt to give some reasoned question, can I just point you to a book by the Scottish theologian uh, John Swinton? Uh, he's written a book called Dementia, Living in the Memories of God. Uh, John is the uh, Chair in Divinity and Religious Studies at the School of Divinity, History and Philosophy at the University of Aberdeen. And um, in his book, he seeks to develop a practical theology of dementia for caregivers, for people living with dementia, and for those of us, ministers, hospital chaplains, medical practitioners, um, who are also involved with that. And he explores two main questions. Uh, one is, who am I when I've forgotten who I am? And the second question is, what does it mean to love God and be loved by God when I've forgotten who God is? Uh, and they're great questions, and I just want to uh, commend that uh, to you. 
But Christianity is essentially a spirit-to-spirit reality. God's spirit to our spirit. Uh, Rather than necessarily mind-to-mind, it's first a spirit-to-spirit thing. And in John 3, um, Jesus says to Nicodemus, who himself is trying to grasp solely with his mind something that is primarily known in the spirit, Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they're born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to the spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And Beverly, you know, you rightly point out that there are ways of reaching people um, who perhaps their mind isn't as functioning as it used to be. But nevertheless, you can reach them in the Spirit. And certainly with my own mother, that was true. I could reach her in prayer and she would zone in with us. But there are two questions that you ask. One is, have we ever seen anybody uh, healed of it? And the second question that is asked, which you quote an article uh, written by somebody who's supposed to be a Christian who says, you know, it can't happen, is the question is, can God uh, heal that? And, And so let me, biblically as it is, let me answer the last question first. Um, This argument is uh, one that we come across frequently in the healing ministry. Uh, And it's because if you create your theology essentially out of caveats, which in a sense are exceptions, which are used to sort of prove a rule, then you come up with a different um, result than perhaps that which the Bible simply states. Because there are a number of conditions which we have not yet seen a sustained ministry in terms of healing. So MND, for example, is one of them. But but the question is, can God heal and restore? And, and I guess part of that is, should we therefore pray? And actually, the answer to both those questions is yes, absolutely. We, we should um, pray and God can do it. And, and But we do need some wisdom and some compassion too. Because if there was a healing for dementia, um, and there are some stories on the web, you can just uh, check them out of personal testimony of people who have uh, have been uh, healed and, and, and different um, pathways have been taken for that. Uh, and, and even medics would say that some uh, dementia-like conditions can be impacted through a difference of lifestyle or diet or medication. But if there was a healing, what would that look like? And I guess the question uh, is is sort of more directed towards supernatural invention. If brain cells die, then in a sense, any recovery would have to be by way of creative miracle rather than just physical healing. It would have to be, they'd have to be remade. And and in the realm of miracles, which which is God working in us in such a way that natural laws are suspended or surpassed, what does that then look like? Because we do have a supernatural God. Well, yeah, there are various types of miracle. There is a miracle of acceleration, of, of speeding up the process of healing. There's a miracle of creation. Uh, the, the healing of the man with the withered arm, uh, things that don't exist being brought into being. 
miracles of provision and multiplication, like the feeding of the 5,000, miracles of resurrection, Lazarus, the widow of Nain's son, and there are also miracles of deliverance. The Red Sea, water does not normally stand up in two solid walls so that two and a half, three million people can pass through. Traditionally, miracles fall into sort of three categories. There are supernatural miracles, which focus on subjects that never occur in the ordinary course of nature. So, for example, the resurrection of Lazarus is not something that you would ordinarily see happening in the course of nature. And they're called sort of miracles above or beyond nature. Then there are preternatural miracles, those that exist outside nature or exceeding what is natural or regular for that. And they focus on subjects in which similar effects can or do occur in the ordinary course of things, but what distinguishes them uh, as miracles are the precise circumstances or timings which indicates that, it, that it's not just the forces of nature left to themselves. So you, you look at something like the plagues in Egypt, and it's quite possible that in the course of nature there could be a, manif a infestation of frogs. It's even possible in the course of nature for this to occur after a disturbance of waters and it could even lead to the death of frogs. What actually connects all of these preternatural miracles is the, the sequence of it and the timing of it. And I guess the fact that Goshen, for example, is protected from some of the adverse effects of that is also pretty miraculous. And then there are, of course, counter-natural miracles, which focus on subjects that, uh, that tend to be contrary to the ordinary course of nature. So, for example, if you throw human beings into a fiery furnace, they will die. Uh, unless, of course, as if with Daniel's three friends, they're untouched by flame and there is no smell of smoke upon them. Then, you know, that's almost like a, a miracle against or contrary to nature. Now, there are some stories and you might want to just go and check them up. And, and I've read some of them as I was just thinking about this particular question. Um, but the question is, have I ever seen anyone healed? Well, let me answer that by saying this first of all. Have I ever prayed for people living with dementia? And the answer is yes. In fact, ACORN is doing that right now. Bearing in mind that sometimes the person themselves may have little idea of what's going on. And bearing in mind that those caring for people living with dementia also need something in prayer too. And so we need to be sensitive to people and sensitive to God. But also we need to be sensitive about what we promise is going to happen. So if, as the Bible says, we prophesy according to our faith, then we certainly pray for healing or miracles in that same vein. We do need wisdom, even down to simple things like how you would physically approach somebody and not just suddenly appear out of nowhere by their side and begin talking. For some, their communication may go, but awareness may not. Um, my mum, funnily enough, still appreciated humour. She still got a joke, even if she could not remember facts. And of course, bear in mind that you might end up having the same conversation over and over and over and over again. But we also need to pray with compassion. We need to give 
respect and dignity, even if you think it's possible that it's not understood or perceived, that we still need to do that uh, because it's part of having holding people made in the image of God. And even though perhaps, as we would with people physically sick, even though part of them doesn't work properly, they are still nevertheless made in the image of God. And Beverly, as you point out, it's quite possible to reach them in the spirit, even though you can't reach them with logic and the mind. So coming back to the big question, have I ever seen anyone healed of dementia? Either bearing in mind, is it probably likely to be a miracle, the recreation of brain cells? And bearing in mind that there are other things that we haven't yet seen, but we would still pray for those. And so in a sense, why should this be any different? I know some people, um, you know, would say that God can't do it, because if he could do it and didn't do it, that would be really cruel and unfair. And I guess I bring that into the same category as some of the other things that we looked at. So here's the question. The simple answer is no. Uh, I, we may have seen some improvements and we may have seen some delays. And certainly we've seen God meeting people in the way that only he can do as he touches heart and spirit, even though perhaps mind isn't yet in that same category. But there are a number of things that I've not yet seen God do, a number of diseases that we've not yet seen healed, and there are a number of creative miracles that we have yet to lay hold of. But have I prayed? Yes. Would I pray again? Yes, absolutely. And I thought perhaps we should pray now. Why not? Because Paul writes to the church and he, in Romans chapter 12, he says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. And the renewing, the root of that word, is to make new or to grow up. Um, but it is literally to make new. And I've reached out to God with less than that for healing. So let's pray now. Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus, you made us body, mind and spirit. And you are able to touch and create and heal and miracle any part of the creation. And so, Lord, today I now bring those who journey with those living with dementia and perhaps those who are living with it themselves. And, Lord, I proclaim that you are a good and gracious God and that you are still the God of miracles. And so I speak out miracle life today to us in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you for your questions. Thank you for joining us on Coffee Pods today. We appreciate you giving us the time. If you've got any comments or questions, then please do let us have them at info at acornchristian.org. And we look forward to meeting you again.